Alright, uh, hey. hey. That's another shitty intro. <laughs> 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 We're go- I'm gonna I'm gonna actually start it like that. Hey, hey, this is gaming historia. <laughs> yeah, this Colby's is it. back. Hey, <laughs> we we started three different times and every time was terrible. So we're just going with this one. Um, it's fine. It's totally fine. We're we're nine episodes old now, so we don't have to be mature yet. Um, we still have another nine to go before. We have to act like grown-ups on the show. Oh, see, did there? Yeah, see, (laughs) clever. Yep. Um, So, gaming story episode nine. Colby has made his triumphant return after we had uh, Olivia and Chris, other Chris, both step in in the two weeks that we just could not get our schedules lined up, and we're a mess. Yeah, and I say today we. accidentally start a war i think that's what this podcast should be i love it so it, that's not our intention but we know it's going to happen because oh, for sure gamers mm-hmm. um so before we get too far into it i want to mention that we are now on patreon i'm gonna explain that more right now just real quick on why we're doing patreon um and then we'll mention it again at the end but if you go to Patreon, it's patreon.com slash gaminghistoria, or just search for Gaming Historia, or go to gaminghistoria.com, and you'll find the Patreon buttons around the page. A N- number of us talked about how we wanted to turn the site into something financial, because it's actually seeing significant growth. If you haven't gone to gaminghistoria.com yet, go check it out. It does we not blow look it like up. A, yeah, it doesn't look like a site that's a month old, from what I've been told. Um, so, go give it a, go give it a look-see. But we talked about what we wanted to do, and and I had it set to where we could do Google AdWords um, in very cleverly placed spots so they wouldn't be right in your face. And we were just going to occasionally throw out there like, hey, you know, if you guys want to support us, turn off your ad block and do that. But that's a headache. Um, We talked about doing sponsored articles, and we could find some that makes sense for the site, but... I don't know. I'd rather it be that every time you click on an article, you know that it's from one of us and you know that it's something that we're giving you. Um, you know, it's it's one of our writers, which, by the way, our team has more than doubled in size in the last two weeks. So you'll be seeing a lot more content on the site as well. So finally, what we decided on was let's stick with our guns and do what we were going to say. We may eventually do some sponsorships on our podcasts for financial reasons, depending on how Patreon goes. But on the podcasts, they're less intrusive and less annoying than they are on a website. But we haven't decided on that for sure yet, but I'm going to be clear about that up front. What we are doing with Patreon... Yeah, and, and, you know, we'll make sure that it's somewhat relevant, you know. Yeah, something that we actually endorse. Yeah, like dog food or... um, or, that, was a, that was a weird one to go to. Yeah, because I'm always thinking of Blue Apron, and then I think Blue Buffalo. And okay. Blue Buffalo is a dog food. So see, all the every podcasts time, I listen to are always about Squarespace. Like, yeah, always. Squarespace uh, and Blue Apron are the two that I hear the most. Yeah. But every time I hear Blue Apron, I'm like, that's dog food. Oh, wait, no, that's real food. <laughs> um, so that's not an actual endorsement yet. So, uh, you know, <laughs> any, they any owe us money. <laughs> yeah, the, all of those companies now owe us money because we advertise them. Every um, single one. But what we're looking at is 
let's let's stick to our guns and and do what we want to do which is provide content that is not going to be in the pockets of anybody else we don't have to worry about pr we can do podcasts like the one we're about to get into that are potentially going to uh get a little bit this one's not going to be like one of our heated podcasts when we start in the getting into stuff like uh gender and and race and sexual orientation and stuff like that and how it's treated oh, i'm ready to get into that we will get into that soon enough um but first, we want people to, to like know where we're coming from before we get into there. Oh, um, <laughs> but this one's probably going to upset a few people because we're talking to gamers. And so the reason we went with Patreon is we don't owe anything to anybody. The only thing we have to do is keep on producing the content that our patrons like. We don't have to worry about getting a big ad from Square Enix and then having to review their game and going, oh, this, game's a, this game is a big pile of shit. But let's not say that because we don't want to upset them. As you guys have heard, we we did the pre-order thing and we pulled no punches. And so far, our PR people aren't upset about it. So <laughs> we're doing okay there. But we're going to continue to go down that path. We're not going to hide behind um, other people's, you know, other companies' money and try to be very careful about whether or not we should say something this way or that way. And I want to be clear up front. No site gets paid for their reviews, but they probably, and, and that's not to say that it never has happened, but in general, if you go to IGN and you say, oh, they gave Call of Duty a nine because they got paid for it. No, they didn't. No. They actually like the game. Now, yeah. there are sites out there that may be a little bit more careful with how harsh they are on a review because it's a big advertiser that they have a close connection with and they don't want to upset them. We don't ever want that to be able to be thrown on us. So we're going with Patreon. And this has been a long-winded explanation of it. I have a whole article on GamingHistoria.com about why we're doing this. But I want to be clear. We're really pushing the transparency thing with our audience. Um, and so that's what we're doing. We're, we're basically NPR. We're asking you for money. And we're going to do it every single time we do a podcast. But they won't be this long-winded. Um, just wanted to give you a heads up of, of where we're going financially. It makes the most sense to let you guys support us if you like what we're doing. And then we can keep on producing what you want. And ultimately, everybody on the site, they're doing this for free right now. And, and I'm doing this. I'm paying to do this right now. So You're in the negative for this. Uh, I'm, I'm not only in the negative in my wallet. I'm in the negative with my wife. Um, <laughs> so that was, uh, I actually almost went into a full-on Princess Bride accent there. You know, I'm not a witch you're my wife. I'm a wife. Um, but she supports this completely. And she, whenever I talked to her about it, I said, look, I can put out ads. We'll probably make money faster. But I don't know if it sticks with it. She agrees. Patreon's the right way to go. Um, so this has been something that we talked about a long time. And we came to this conclusion. We would love your support. And here's the uh, here's here's the last thing I'll say about it. Then we're gonna get into the actual podcast. We will never lock anything behind uh, any content behind Patreon behind being a subscriber. On our Patreon page, we'll do updates of stuff that we're working on, things that we may be reviewing, um, you know, plans we have going forward. But you'll never have to be a subscriber. I will never post anything that's for patrons only. Um, I say that and I'm, I'm double checking in my mind to make sure there's nothing that I would say that only patrons would see. And that's not, there's not, it's going to be completely open. You do not have to subscribe to get all the content. The only things that we're doing on Patreon, Patreon right now are you get to get on discord. 
our highest tier right now, which I think is 15 bucks, is you get to sit in on a podcast and listen to whichever you whichever one you want, and you get to listen to the raw feed of how we actually get them put together, and you can see behind the curtain. Um, you but, can hear us start seven times. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, we're we're not, even on Patreon, some of my favorite people who I follow, and I do not fault them for this, they have a lot of their content locked behind Patreon or behind their patron subscription stuff. And I'm just, that's not, that's not us. We're going to make sure that everything's available to everybody, regardless of whether or not you give us money. We're hoping that you appreciate us being upfront and honest and you give us some of your money. Uh, but it lets you get on Discord with us and you can, ch- you know, chit chat with us and have, have fun little uh, get involved in uh, some of the stuff, the conversations we have, which are, Far from um, family friendly, sometimes, but you know, most of the time, it's just us all giving each other uh, a little bit of shit, and it's fun. And we we would love for you guys to join. And at a dollar a month, you get to join in there and talk with us. We have open channels for that, and then each tier from there, you get more. And eventually, as we start to get more and more codes, we're already reaching out for games. Higher tiers will have a chance to win games and things like that as we have extra codes come in. So that's the end of my Patreon rant. We needed to get it out of the way. It's probably going to come up in the next In Search of the Story. It's not going to come up on Chloe and Chris Talk Games, which by the time you hear this, will have had its second episode. It's relaunched. It's back and ready to go. We have a number of games that I've been playing with the kid that we're able to talk about. And her schedule is freed up to where we can do it. You know, I always have to schedule around her. So if you haven't listened to it yet, episode two is up and ready to go. You get to hear about Kirby as well as, I don't even know what else she talked about, but it was all kinds of nonsense. Um, (laughs) She even did callbacks to uh, the episode, which we recorded. uh, It must have been, what, two months ago at this point? Yeah. She did callbacks to that episode. So this kid's a natural (laughs) podcaster. It's awesome. Um, She's got it down. She, yeah, I I almost had her host tonight for me. Um, <laughs> so if you haven't listened to that one, it's great for your family, completely safe to listen to with three, four, five-year-olds. There's a lot of laughter. It's it's an ear hug, and that's, that's what Chloe and Chris is. About 20, 25 minutes long every other Saturday. Um, so there we go. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google. We're going to go up on Stitcher, Stitcher soon. Um, but... Or listen on the website, but if you subscribe to us, that helps us out. We appreciate it too. So, again, gaminghistoria.com. You'll find the the links to go to Patreon or patreon.com slash gaminghistoria. So with that, let's get on with the actual show. And this is probably where I'll put the music, so get ready for some music. Yeah. This is the music coming up from Ooh, it's, it's Gaming Historia Radio. Get ready. <laughs> All right, we're back from the music. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's it's great. I've been watching some old Chappelle show clips, and uh, I forgot how funny that show was, but there's one. If you haven't looked it up and you're old enough to hear some pretty rough stuff, go go check out the Fisticuffs video. It's the one where he's like, turn it up, turn it up. I can't hear out of my left ear. No, I mean turn it up, and it turns into a whole lot. It's it's hilarious. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I was thinking of that whenever I paused for a second and I could hear Colby going, uh, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Um, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about all the consoles and the PC. We're going to talk about 
the stuff that, that goes into big screens. We're not going to talk about 3DS or Vita or anything like that or your phone. We're going to talk about the big four. Switch, PS4, PC, Xbox One. Um, and we're going to find out where they fall in gaming right now. Because one of these things is not like the other. And we'll get to that. And this is not a attack, not an attack on anything. This is simply us wandering through a maze of figuring out what each system brings to the table. So should you have all three systems in a PC or should you have two systems in a PC? Things like that. Kind of a buyer's guide, kind of a why. And so we're going to get right into it. Let's let's start with um, the PS4, which is the big daddy of them all, and what they're doing right. Do you, am I starting? <laughs> yeah, fire away. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that the... I feel like the, the big point where, you know, kind of it was interesting last gen with the PS3 and the 360. Uh, PS3 started from behind, did, had a really rocky start, and then they kind of ended up at the end of the generation, even with each other. So I think going right. into the next gen, it was kind of a toss-up of who would come out the winner. And um, est- estimates now put the PS4 at uh, Microsoft doesn't unveil their sales anymore. Wonder why? Uh, yeah. The estimates have it over twice of what the Xbox One is selling. I think they came out really strong out of the gate with the, uh, you know, where uh, Xbox was doing the what's it what's it DRM DMR Xbox yeah, was the, was doing yeah, that and like, it was. You, they just had they they made a lot of blunders at E3 whenever they yeah. announced the Xbox One, which PlayStation wisely jumped on. Like, yep, they hey, no you DMR. You can play your games, and it was four hundred dollars as opposed to five hundred. Right. Um, and they and they that was really big for them, I think. Um, especially because the PS3 was six hundred whenever it came out. It was a they it, the I PS3 mean, was a mess of a launch. I have but, one less kidney because I needed a PS3. I got one in like 2007, I think. So it was like a year after, I think. Yeah, I waited a couple of years to get it, and I was I was working at that store at the time where I was surrounded by it, but I couldn't justify spending 600 bucks on a system. No, and I mean so crazy. It was ridiculous. <clears throat> and and that's kind of that's kind of what happened at the start of this whole thing is yeah. Microsoft made a lot of big bold claims and went with what they thought was going to work. And Sony just had him beat on every single aspect at launch. Yeah. Um, I mean, literally every aspect. Right. And so. Oh, no, did, go ahead. Okay. I'm trying to think. What did it, what, what did each system launch with? There was, Na- was it Knack and Killzone? Yeah. Knack <laughs> and Killzone. And then, Terrible launch lineup. Yeah. It's, that's not going to be your best. There was Quantum Break was. Uh, one of the announced ones for Xbox that took forever to come out. Um, if I remember, it was it was announced at that time. But I think it was Forza and... <laughs> great, great lineups, basically. Yeah, I mean, neither one of them had memorable exclusives. No. So I don't think that was really, you know, a hindrance or, or a gain for either one because both of their lineups were just kind of, eh. But yeah, then... it, was a, it was a marketing blunder. The problem with xbox's exclusives lineup is that they don't have any you know i've never felt i've always had i've always been a playstation guy but like you know there's never been a a, um an xbox game where i thought i need to get an xbox 
because every single exclusive they have is also on Windows. Right. So if you're looking at a console in terms of what games they have, it's silly to go with Xbox because you're not getting any sort of benefit in that department. Nothing. There's no exclusives for that system. PS4, on the other hand, you know, has amazing exclusives like, you know, the Uncharted series just for one. Yeah. Uncharted alone is is this generation's Halo. Yeah. And and that's what put them on the map. And then, you know, Bungie Bungie dropped Halo and who's it, three four three picked up Halo and the Halo games haven't been bad, but they have not been what the original Halo games were. And Destiny has also not been the same level of fun that that the original Halo was from Bungie either. So I'm not saying that that three four three didn't, you know, do a great job with the game. I just think that Halo was perfect at that time. But if you go back to to Xbox three sixty and PS three, the Xbox was so successful, and it really was the bigger of the two systems by a pretty large margin. I don't, I'm not looking up the numbers or anything. I know they ended up even, but for a long time, Xbox for most was of the generation, by a and, lot. A lot of it was because their online service was so much better than Sony's. And <laughs> I was I remember the when they had that hack and it was down for like a month or, or that so. That was PS4. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they had stuff like that happen, and Xbox never did. Right, and and you did have Sony catch up with in this generation with their online service. It's it's. It's probably still not as good as Xbox One, but it's it's close enough. You know, there's not a big difference. But Mm -hmm. they also had that huge breach where it was down for a month, and so Sony's had had to take their hits, but they're still coming out on top because you're not having to. I mean, I was gonna wait to start talking about Xbox till later, but I I guess it just kind of jumps right into that. Their their big thing with Xbox is their big exclusive. Their biggest exclusive that was coming out this year was Sea of Thieves. And I paid $9.99 <laughs> or, or free yeah. to get Game Pass and play it free <laughs> on your PC. Nobody even really likes the game, unfortunately. Yeah, and the game's not... And it was by Rare, which... I wanted Rare to do good. Rare has not done anything good since that Ghouls at my door, whatever it was called. Uh, All I know them for is Donkey Kong. <laughs> Yeah, there was and a, a bunch of the Connect games. What was that rare game? Uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick. It was like Ghouls and Gravy or Ghouls in My Gravy. Let's see, rare Ghouls. ghouls. My gravy. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, I probably shouldn't grabbed by the Ghoulies. Um, <laughs> Where were you getting gravy? <laughs> I don't know. They both started with G's. It sounded like a marketing thing. All right. <laughs> But the the biggest thing is Sea of Thieves, and I can play it on my PC. And here's here's and the like thing. you said, for ten dollars you can get on Xbox, and you don't have to pay for it. Right, or or you can try it out for a month for free with a different mm-hmm. email address and get to play it for free. And so Xbox, my so okay. Before we get too far into talking about Xbox more. Here's some of the things that I think Sony's doing right. They're exploring VR, and they have the most comfortable VR headset out there. Um, and they're getting there with their games too. They're it's they're very catching accessible. up. Yeah, and they're really catching up. Like I, I played uh, Office Simulator 
at length and had the best time with it. It was it was incredibly fun. And that was a PC only thing at first. Um, but it's catching up and most games now are coming out on both systems on on PC and on P, or on Vive and or uh, Rift Vive and PS4 or PSVR. Most of them are coming out for all of them because they know that they're getting a bigger install base on PSVR. Um the PlayStation They've sold Pro, over a million, I believe, right? Yeah, something like that. And they're con- I mean, it seems like every two weeks they do, you know, for the next three weeks we're gonna do a hundred dollars off. So it's there it's always cheaper than than you know the the prices are dropping on it essentially so it's getting more mm-hmm. and more accessible um and, and it doesn't require a big setup like a i think it's the vive requires you to have all the cameras set up um mm-hmm. it's much easier to set up if you have a small room and if, if you live in a dorm or an apartment or something so they have that down playstation pro is not as powerful as the playstation or as the xbox one x, x. but with a bigger install base, most companies seem to be focusing their upgrades to the level that the pro handles. Yeah. Um, there are some exceptions, um, but for the most part, there's there's not a huge difference. You have to be digital foundry to go in and find the difference in, yeah. from what I've seen. Um, and, the, and the PlayStation Pro is a great system. It, it runs flawlessly. I've been playing MLB The Show, which... It's kind of one of the side games that I bought that I'm going to do a little opinion piece or review for at some point. It's you know it's not high on my list, but it looks incredible on the system. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you get a company that knows the system inside out, you get stuff that that looks fantastic. And then their online service has been great. They have they've the last couple of months they've upped the quality of their PlayStation Plus offerings. Um, though this month. There's a there's a tell me if you know where this 99 Vitas thing came from, which is one of the PlayStation Plus things. Oh, I have no idea what it is. Wait, no, I was that was on a pod. I can't remember what it. I can't remember what it is. But it, to me, I was listening I have, to. I was listening, and they were talking about it on a podcast I was listening to. It sounds like it's it's either like from a you know like a a small community of people, like either from a comic or. Or they do some kind of YouTube videos or something and they made a game based on those people or something like that. But here's my problem with it. I tried to play it and it feels like the old uh, Double Dragon games with River City Rampage and stuff mixed in. Kind of cool stuff. The issue is every time you do your super, the controller does this 8-bit super loud. Super! But it's like incredibly loud. And I was just like, this is... This is really annoying. Like I don't want to do certain moves because then I get super. I'm like I don't I don't want this happening. But uh, <laughs> stop. Yeah, super. <laughs> um, but the but the PS4 has been very good about what they're offering. And they had their, Bloodborne last month. Like, yeah, Bloodborne. Bloodborne last dude. month. Um, what is Bloodborne? Um, who you know? Who knows? And what was the what was their big one? This oh, Trackmania was one of them for this month, which was fantastic. Trackmania. Yeah. A fantastic game um just a lot of cool stuff i mean playstation's really listening to their community slowly um mm-hmm. it seems like they're getting their information by carrier pigeon because it's taking them months at a time before they implement some of the changes but they've got a great lineup for 2018 already 
Yeah, they have all kinds of good stuff going on. You know, them. another and, another cool thing they do is that when they don't have a, a big exclusive, like take Destiny for example, they treated that like a first party game, they and, did. It, and it it worked. You know, every they made the right deals at the right times. Like Rise of the Tomb Raider, that whole deal with Xbox worked out horribly. You know, they ended up losing money on that, and it just it was horrible. But like what they did with like Destiny and even I know like some of the earlier Call of Duties on the PS4 had some exclusive uh, uh, deals. They worked out really well. You know, they made it. This is the place to play these games. Right. So, I think PlayStation is firing on all cylinders, and uh, you know, outside of some of the early bumps they had, they've. I don't think they've had any major issues recently. Um, you know, I mean. They're releasing cool systems, cool unique stuff. Like I think the God of War system looks stupid, but <laughs> some people won't. I I got the Star Wars bundle because it was the same price for the Star Wars Pro bundle, and you know my wife's a Star Wars fan, so I was like, oh, I'll get a Star Wars one, and that one looks stupid too. But whatever. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, I don't think there's been one that's a must-have system outside of like the glacial white ones or whatever. You know, those super rare ones they did for a very limited time, but. You know, they're doing really good at getting that stuff out there. And everything they've released so far outside of our issues with what they're doing with God of War pre-orders, which go listen to the uh, pre-order and DLC Gaming Astoria, which came out about three weeks ago. Um, outside of what they're doing there with pre-orders, they're, they're kind of listening to the community and it looks like they actually care about what their community wants from a business perspective. Um, you know, they want our money most but they're they're getting it in the right way from what i can tell um and and it's it's a solid system you know it's easy to replace a hard drive in and you know it's they're constantly updating like hey if you have problems with this or problems with that if you follow their twitter feed they're constantly throwing out new info of how to you know take care of your system and do stuff with them so i think they've been doing great let's pivot to the switch or let's switch over to the switch. Uh, um, that you should have should have led with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, as soon as I said pivot, I was like, "Damn it! I should have switch." Um, you know, I think what's really interesting about the switch. I always make this analogy. It's like, you know, the PS4 and the Xbox are competing in a thousand meter dash, and they're running straight, and Nintendo's running left. Like, they're just always. They're not in competition with those two systems, honestly. They're really not. I just think that it's really cool that they're not playing this whole console wars game. They're just doing something completely different. They always have. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out for them, like the Wii U, and then other times it works out great for them. Yeah, like the Wii and the Switch. So it seems like every other system they do is great. Um, I mean, the 64 was was good, too. But, um, yeah, I think the Switch... Huh? 64 didn't sell that well. No, it didn't because end. it was it was the rise of CD-based games yeah. and they were still stuck in a cartridge era. Um, now they're back at them again. They are, but it's working. And it is working. It's it's crazy because they're putting out like the the most bubblegum unicorn happy games you can get and it makes you realize you don't need something like Assassin's Creed or Metal Gear or Gears of War, something that's quote unquote mature and for adults to have fun. I've been having a And they also do Kirby. have the bayonetas if you want to do they that. They do. <laughs> if you want to get bloody, they're doing it. But 
And that's one of the, the smart things they're doing is they have been doing a lot of the more adult-oriented games, but, you know, they're they're putting out their saccharine sweet fun stuff with a more grown-up twist to it, like mm-hmm. Mario XCOM, you know, Mario vers- Mario Rabbids. I just Kingdom. finally beat the last boss of that game last night. It's it's an incredible game. I, I want to go back and spend so more time with it. so much fun. I can't wait for yeah. the, the Donkey Kong DLC. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. And and Kirby, they knocked it out of the park. It's super cute. My kid absolutely loves it to death, but it's, it's They're just They're just constantly delivering stellar games. Yeah. And this is another case of the, you can't get these games anywhere else. I, I still right. don't understand Xbox's strategy. This If you want these games... You have to get this system. Yeah, well, let, let's just jump into that then. Because this is where the war starts. Is We're going to probably bash on Xbox a little bit. Um, and it's going to be weird because at the same point, I'm going to give them props. Um, so, okay. So, the Xbox is a good system. It's more powerful. The Xbox One X is more powerful than the Pro. They're not really taking full advantage of it. Uh, this is the one thing that I'll say about the Xbox One X. If you want a 4K-ready gaming system you can probably upgrade your current pc for the same price or less once this whole bitcoin uh cryptocurrency thing blows over and and uh hardware drops back to its normal prices for probably about 500 dollars, you can make a better pc out of the one you already have um so the pricing it's simple you can just set it up in your living room you don't have to do anything special all that stuff is good um my problem with Xbox, the, okay, I, I'm going to get weird for a second in how I attack this, and then I'll let you take over and and fix it, because this is basically going to be like a poorly written article that you're going to have to edit to make it readable. Okay, great. <laughs> um, they don't have anything exclusive that you can't also play on PC. So even even if I can't play... Sea of Thieves or Quantum Break or Owning the Blind Forest. Well, I guess Halo and Sunset Overdrive aren't on PC, I don't think. Um, there's a couple that are not on PC. But most of them are on PC or coming to PS PC. Say I can't play Gears of War 4 at max settings. That's okay. I can still play the game. I don't have to go spend four or $500, $350, whatever what I'm going to get to be able to play it. Um... Player Unknown Battleground. That's an exclusive for them. Like, you can get Fortnite free, and arguably, it's, <laughs> it was it's the better of the yeah, two it's games. Better. Yeah, and there's there's an argument argument to be made between the two. You know, if you want something that's a little bit more realistic, a little bit grittier, pub looks like it was on PS2. Yeah, PUBG is the better of the choices, but Fortnite is is good times, and they have a great battle royale game. But the problem is that I don't have to have an Xbox to play Xbox exclusives for the most part. And I know listeners are going to be like, oh, I'm going to email contact at GamingHistoria.com and tell them, oh, you know, no, there are these exclusives. Yada, 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 yada. Are there any? There are a couple. I, I don't think you can play uh, like Halo 4, Halo 5 on PC. Halo 5 Guardians I don't think is on PC. Sunset Overdrive... Those are two that I don't think are on PC. But double check and see if I'm wrong while I finish my rant. Um, Regardless, that's an issue. Because if you don't have exclusives and you don't have a system that is significantly better than your competition, 
like a difference between the PS3 and the and the Wii U, then you don't have a reason to buy that particular system. So the Xbox, they they've constantly backtracked, and you know now Connect isn't required. Now it doesn't come with Connect, and now we're not doing VR. We're gonna stick with just gaming, and you know it, here's our lineup for for our monthly games, which is on par for most months from, from what I've seen, it's on par with PlayStation. Um, but it doesn't matter. Like Cuphead is their big one and you can play that on PC. Um, and Cuphead's like a, you know, it's, it's a fantastic game, but you, you don't have to even have a great system to run it if you're running it on PC. So that's a major issue from a business standpoint. On the other hand, I hate exclusives. I think that exclusives are dumb. I get why people do them. So you think Nintendo should go third party? I would love if they all went third party. I, I think that you should have a few first party exclusives from in-house studios. But the only reason these companies have in-house studios is because they want that game because they think it's going to sell their system. And they think they're going to make money off the game. Um, but for the most part, I'm not a big fan of exclusive content. And... I think it's kind of silly. Um, but I understand why they do it. But I like the fact that Xbox is like, we're not going to be exclusive. We're going to make sure that if you have a PC, you can play it too. You don't have to have an Xbox to do it, to, to play our, our quote-unquote exclusives. Because so then why Windows. do I want their console? Right. So that's the problem. Is It's a double-edged sword. Like I do appreciate the fact that they're making it so I don't have to go out and buy their $500 system. But they need to sell their five hundred dollars. But they to need somebody. to sell that system to keep on going, and so I do not want to get in a world where it's just Sony and Nintendo going against each other. Because once we get to that point, you basically have to buy both systems, and they can charge whatever they want because the two systems are so different. There's not a competitor, and I don't want Microsoft to go under unless Sega rises back up and brings out, you know. Oh God. The Dolphin. Do we um, want that? Is that something yeah, we want? The Dreamcast was incredible. It was, it was. It the was. best system ever made that was run into the ground. Um, the Saturn was probably my favorite system, but the Dreamcast was arguably the best thing out there. Um, so unless Sega jumps up and Microsoft then falls off and then goes back to just publishing games, you need to have a competitor for Sony outside of Nintendo because Nintendo is its own thing. I mean... Where PlayStation is doing VR, Nintendo is doing cardboard. What is Xbox doing? I mean, they uh, don't even, like you said, they don't even do Connect anymore. Yeah, we have an Elite controller that costs $150. You know, like, that's their big thing. You know, Easier it's access just, to a couple buttons. It, it, to me, it's like everything they've been trying to do. Like, with the Game Pass and with how they're allowing cross-play. It's just like... Everything they're trying to do is just an attempt to scrape back up some market share. Right. And it's just, none of it's enough, you know? No, it's it's not. It's not. It's weird because, you know, we've been very open about what we're doing with the website. And Microsoft is essentially doing what we're doing, which is like, hey, (laughs) let's share stuff. Let's be buddies. Let's, you know, let's be socialists. And it's not working (laughs) because you can't do that on that scale of business. And I mean, even I know, the X was an attempt to to win something back. And I mean, yeah, it's just 
I've mm-hmm. owned multiple Xboxes that were returned, but I, I could just never justify spending that much money on a system whenever I had a PlayStation sitting right next to it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to share my... I'm not a trophy guy. I'm not a trophy hunter or an achievement hound or anything, but if I'm going to get trophies or achievements... Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. If, if I'm going to get achievements or trophies or something, I'm going to just stick to one system and do it there. And PlayStation is what I've been playing more of because they actually have some exclusives like God of War, Uncharted, Last of Us. Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man, which is finally announced for September 7th. Um, Until yep. Dawn, underrated. Until Dawn, yep. So, I mean, they have like exclusives. So if I'm going to have an Xbox sitting next to it, the only thing the Xbox gave me that the PlayStation didn't was I could watch 4K Blu-rays. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so there's that. It's just not worth it. It's just it's just not. So here is the argument for why you would buy an Xbox though. Xbox okay. 360 the backwards compatibility. Did you see that they're bringing Xbox compatibility possibly original? That's going to be awesome too if they do that. That is a really cool thing, you know. That is I a mean, cool thing. The way that PlayStation is doing backwards compatibility is just stupid and bad. It's a mess. The internet is not fast enough for it yet. There's no, and there's just Um, no reason for it. I have all these games on disc. Let me put them in and play them. You can do it. I I prefer digital stuff, so if it worked well, I would be fine with it, but it doesn't. Like, just Um, let us buy the games digitally. Yeah. Why are we streaming them? Why? I know. I, I agree with you. I think that is that is a faux pas that uh, Sony has made to try to make myself sound and more intelligent. As we know now by Microsoft doing it, it's possible. It can be added through patches and stuff. Like it's doable. Right. But here here's here's the main reason that you'd buy an Xbox. Xbox three sixty was unbelievably successful in building an online community. And I still have people that that I would play games with that I played originally on Xbox with. So if most of your friends are playing their games on Xbox, you got to buy the Xbox. That's where the Xbox can still succeed. The problem is that, you know, maybe they need to do something to, you know, take a little bit of a hit and make their online service free. And, you know, if they said, Hey, for the next three years, you're not paying for our servers you get to play you know you get all the xbox live benefits for free guess what a whole bunch of playstation people are going to jump ship because a lot of their friends are playing on xbox and you know i agree with you but I, i do think that's another place that xbox lost i mean ps4 just has that it has that everybody's playing on there you know a lot of my friends who I was the sad PS3 owner. I knew like two people that had a PS3. All yeah, my friends now have the PS3. PS3. Yeah, all my friends have the PS4 now, right. and it's they, they have that, they have that you know working for them that everybody's over here now, and it's hard right. to get someone to buy a console where they can't play with any of their friends, and that's another way that, you know, with uh, Sony holding back um, crossplay. That's enough. The reason they're doing that is because they have everybody on yeah, their system already. They don't benefit at all. 
Microsoft would benefit from that. Yeah, but... the only one benefiting that from that is Microsoft. So it makes well, sense the why gamers. they're keeping that off. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> and and to to be fair, Sony's kind of being, you know, from a business perspective, they're being intelligent from a letting gamers enjoy gaming with their friends. They're being dicks. Um, it's very but, anti-consumer. It is anti-consumer, but it's pro-capitalist. It and makes sense right. for them because they have everybody and they want to keep everybody. And if you just say, okay, cross-play for everything, that's not going to stop someone from getting an Xbox when all their friends are on PlayStation. Right. And I don't, I don't see a reason for Sony not to do it because it's not going to change. I'm not going to go sell my PlayStation and get an Xbox so that I can play with my PlayStation friends from my Xbox. It just means that my few friends who are diehard Microsoft fans, I can play with them again mm-hmm. because they won't buy Sony because they hate Sony because, you know, gamers, gamers are gamers. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the whole thing. That's I don't know. That's that's the whole question here is if you're going to own a system, Xbox is in fourth place behind PC because I was like, what's what's. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have you're gonna have a switch and a Sony, and then you're gonna. I have think a PC it's highly possible that in the next year or two, Switch is gonna overtake uh, uh, Xbox. They're yeah, already, they're like already almost halfway there. Yeah, I think they will. Um, which is unfortunate, and I don't know. There's I I was reading the other day that they're already. There's some article from some big shot guy, or he he thinks he's a big shot. I don't know anything about him, so I'm not going to talk down about him. But already talking about the the PlayStation Five or whatever they're going to call it is. Do you remember that not... rumor that they were going to call the PS4 the Orbis? Yes, <laughs> and it was going to, and they even showed like pictures, and it looked almost like that Alienware PC. Like that. It's just now. that. It's just the worst name. Like yeah, I'm so glad that didn't happen. Yeah. So, but but there are rumors out there now from a guy who apparently is fairly on point, and he said if you're thinking about getting an Xbox in the next few months, hold off because the PlayStation Five is coming. So maybe we'll hear something at E3 or or some I, other. I could see 2020. That's a that's a seven year period. I could totally see 2020 next I systems could, come out. Yeah. I I maybe. I think that we're going to see a little bit longer. Um, I'm saying, it, yeah, I'm saying that's the earliest I see it being plausible. Yeah, I, I don't know that we're going to have a PlayStation Five coming out. No, I would say 20, 2020 year. to 2022 is when it's. Yep, I would say that I would say that FIFA World Cup 2022 is around the time that we get the PlayStation I was, Five. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I, I missed it last week, dude. My streak Did is you? over. Yes, because we covered. <gasps> Another game, we talked about one game in particular through the whole thing. You got to go listen to it to find out what it is because it is <laughs> it is hot, steamy, and sexy. It is good stuff. Oh. Um, Chris Hepburn and I, he has a degree in game design. We decided to look at old games and revive one for the current market and how it would work. And we took one that I have a, a very traumatic history with because I did not get it for Christmas and it was the only thing I wanted for Christmas because my mom thought it was too violent and we recreated it for today's market and it will be made one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I will I will sell an island 
I will go buy an island and resell it. I'll steal oh. an island from somebody and sell why do you have it to, to okay, get the Okay, I was like, why are we buying the yeah. island at all? <laughs> I don't know. We'll steal it from somebody. That has to be a pro- um, part of the plan. Richard Bronson had an island. He still does. Didn't fire happen there? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> We're going to find a way to fund it or somebody else will find a way to fund it and we'll go I know and how say, we'll fund, fund it. it. Through our Patreon at patreon.com hey, slash yeah. gaming historia. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, go listen to, what did I call it? I called it Robot Carnage Party, but I don't think that was the actual, that was the, I always codename everything something different, which is stupid because as we get more and more episodes, I'll have no idea what the old episodes were about because <laughs> they all have terrible names. Um, but whenever it went live, it was, be? it was, I think it was Reviving a Dead Game or something like that is what we called it. Um, what was it called? Because you need to go listen to that one because... It That's what it was, was called, I'm pretty sure. Just... Yeah, Reviving a Dead Game. Yeah. Um, it was a Gaming Historia special. Um, but it's fun. And why did I start talking about that? Um, <laughs> couldn't tell you. <laughs> we, there was a reason that we brought that up. Um, there was. That we mentioned. Uh, anyways. We were talking about... Oh, the, like the PlayStation 5. and Oh, that I lost yeah. my streak on FIFA. Yes, because in that one, twenty twenty two is twenty twenty two is the new consoles for FIFA. Yeah. Then so, again, they were releasing games for the PS two to like twenty eleven, so we'll probably yeah. see FIFA twenty forty eight on the PS three. Well, the only reason that I mention that is because the U.S. men's national team will Team USA will be back in the World Cup in twenty twenty two. We're missing it this year. For those of you who follow the World Cup and that's it, guess what? U.S. didn't make it. Sorry, we lost to TNT. Um, Aren't the women's uh, team like way better than the men's? Isn't that? Oh uh, yeah, they win. They actually win the <laughs> World Cup. I, I, um, I saw this whole thing on Tumblr. They did an interview where like when the men lose, they get five thousand a game and they don't get anything, and like they they get less when they win. And then I, I guess it's been rectified now. But yeah, I, I don't know. know if it's completely where it should be. But yeah, the the women's U.S. team is incredible. The men's U.S. team, we have a lot of talent. We got beat by Trinidad and Tobago. If you don't know where those countries are. That's why I know what those are, because Nicki Minaj is from there. Yeah, if you don't know where it is, I don't blame you, because most people won't. And we got crushed by them. We got knocked out of the World Cup by Trinidad and Tobago. And they couldn't, and by winning, they didn't get in. They just kept us from getting in. Like, there was a whole domino effect that had to happen. Yeah, there was a whole domino effect that had to happen to keep us from getting in. And it happened. It was, <laughs> it was the worst possible thing in the world. So whenever you tune in to watch the World Cup for 2018 and you're waiting to see how the U.S. men's national team does, you're going to be disappointed because they're not there. They may be watching. They may be in the stands. But they're not going to be on the pitch. So, <laughs> I know uh, so 20- little about soccer. All I know is Shakira yeah. is always making songs for World Cups. Well, she, she was the theme song or the world cup song for uh africa um which was 2012 um but the actual song that most people attribute to that one we're going like trivia time um (laughs) most people actually look at uh what's his name was it kanan did wave and flag the coca-cola remix that's the song that most people think you it's it's a fun song my wife hates that I play it a lot, but it's a fun song. Um, I play it now just because it makes me go, oh, Jesus, really? Um, mm-hmm. 
but it's it's just kind of a fun song. But most people thought that was the World Cup song. But Shakira actually did. This is Africa. Fun fact: That's a she has a song on her album of that year that is that, just not with all the football references. Oh, really? It's yeah. So I'm basically a a redo of that song. What I'm most curious about is to see who they're going to do for the song for this year's World Cup because um, I don't know a whole lot of Russian bands. It's Russia? Yeah, World Cup's in... Wait, hold on. Did I just... Hold on. Oh my this God, is I'm a gaming edit. podcast. I'm going to edit this. Yeah, this is... And that's another question. Are they going to put... Um, are they going to put a World Cup patch into FIFA 18? Um, Who knows? Uh, yeah, Russia. It's in Russia. Oh, my God. I was about to freak out if I was wrong. Um, so I don't know who they're going to do for that. And then and <laughs> the another question is, where is the 2020 World Cup? It's not. Um, it's in Qatar in 2022. I also don't know who they're going to choose for music for that one. So get ready for 2026 whenever the U.S. gets the World Cup because we should be, we should be up there. But uh, we, we can't be in the there. 2022 one. 2022 is Qatar. So we can't be in that. No, we can be in it, but we're not going to host it. So I think 2026 oh, we have a good chance of hosting it. Um, hosting it's a big deal, as we saw by Brazil in, in 20, uh, 2014 whenever they played against Germany and lost nine to one. Um, oh, or eight to one, whatever it was. When was the last time we hosted? Uh, we hosted, I think, in ninety. Uh, it was like ninety six, uh, ninety four. It's been a while. Yeah, ninety four. So we did a bid for twenty twenty two, but instead FIFA, with all their issues at the time, um, decided they wanted people to die in record numbers oh. in Qatar. Oh. And so they went with that. So Love 2026 it. may come back to the U.S., um, which would be great. It will be a lot of fun. We'll hopefully be still podcasting at that point, and uh, yeah. we, will, uh, we will have plenty of specials because we have somebody on the site who is as big of a soccer fan as I am. Um, so with that whole way off track conversation. It was like, that wasn't even short. That was like a... 10 minute conversation yeah but here's the reason that it had to be done i fell off the fifa train i had gone a whole lot of episodes in a row mentioning fifa in every single one of them and i screwed up and i dropped the ball so i'm picking it back up for our fans. i don't know if one that of, means that it, we were required to do 10 minutes on one of our patreon <laughs> levels is hooligans there are people who get pissed off if if i drop the ball and don't mention fifa or, or pez or soccer of some sort. So I had to rectify that for our soccer-loving fans. Um, so and, and part of it is there's not a whole lot more to say about the systems at this point. Switch has its place. PlayStation has its place. Microsoft Xbox, is struggling to find a place. Xbox is a PC if you don't want to build a PC for your living room. I mean, yeah. that's all the Xbox is right now, unfortunately. And this is not to go against people who love Microsoft and Xbox. No, because not at all. You have every right to enjoy it if it's a system of choice for you. I love it. I love that you love that. Yeah. That's great. But 
that doesn't change the god i just burped like super loud and i held it all in thinking that <laughs> it was a really long burp i thought i would hold it in you know it's funny discord I, cut I, out right when you did it so i didn't hear oh it. man <laughs> it was it was quiet but i was like i won't have to edit it but now i'm gonna have to edit that now um, we've discussed it at length <laughs> yeah now now it'll be the bumper for our podcast um which is gonna be weird because i think we may do a bumper music and then that that weird intro we did leading up to more music <laughs> and then, and then music again and then get into it and then There's end up 12 with FIFA. different bumpers it's ridiculous yeah and and then it's going to end up with a discussion about fifa with a guy who doesn't care about fifa um i'm, I'm so into it what are you talking about but i'm con- you're Sports. you're going to convert you are going to become a fifa fan i can um, yes already am you did it <laughs> yep see we are going to we're going to do a live podcast watching the world cup finale Absolutely and it's going to be not. awesome. Yes. So, suddenly I'm busy whenever the World Cup is. <laughs> no, it's going to be it's going to be fantastic. You and I, you knowing nothing, will do it live and I can explain what's going on whenever you're like, "Why is that offsides? Why is you know, that a penalty?" Soccer is actually one of the one sports I don't hate watching. Doesn't Which mean one? I actively watch it. Soccer. Yeah, World <laughs> Like the World Cup is where everybody who doesn't watch soccer watch starts watching soccer again. Um that's where like the the that's that's why FIFA or soccer is so much fun because you know once every four years everybody's going to jump back on the bandwagon because it's fun to watch that big of a tournament. Um, but that's just like football, but it's every year. Yeah, but with football, you're just watching you know two teams against each other. With the World Cup, you're watching you're watching the world. two teams against each other. No, but you're watching all the different games from all over the world playing each other. And, and oh, man, it's like a month and a half of pure ecstasy. That um, is far too long for me to be watching soccer. <laughs> you don't have to watch it all. But we will, we'll have to do a podcast where you and I just talk about... I think that we should try to do a live one. I need to make sure I'm booked. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to find somebody. We're going to try to do a live one. Someone who doesn't know soccer that we can do a live game. And I can be me and explain the game while we're going so soccer fans will be able to listen. And it'll be a gaming historia because it'll be a way for you to figure out how to start playing FIFA or Pez if you want to because the rules are the same. Um, <laughs> so, again, just making up for missing out on FIFA. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about that was it. That's it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you like Xbox, fantastic. But there's some problems with it. Um it they has just no don't. Exclusivity. They don't have an identity right now that separates it's, them from the competition. It's like the Steam Box. It's. I mean, it's essentially a Steam that. Box. Yeah, that's essentially what, about what it is. What the Atari Box? Is that gonna make waves? Uh, no. <laughs> What's it called? I don't know. The Atari rose-colored VCS. glasses. Yeah. The. Atari games are not fun to play anymore. I promise you. Like, hey, it's a modern console. Sure, it's uh, looking back, rose-colored glasses. There are some games that hold up, but they're not on the Atari. Um, yeah, Atari just, just those games. You're, I mean, you're right. They really just aren't that fun. Yeah, they they were great at the time, but and there and there's some classics like Pong and stuff like that, but. For the most part, it took until we got Nintendo and had two buttons before things became fun. It is and, a pretty system. Yeah, well, and and then Xbox, of course, is pushing things forward by making it like a 12-button controller or whatever they have. Because how many are there right now? Four, eight, eight buttons? 
which is too much for, in my opinion. I think you're good with six. I'm um, good with like two. Yeah, but now Xbox is like, buy our $150 controller where we add 27 more buttons. And it's like, oh I, my God. I could never justify buying that. Uh, I couldn't justify spending that much money on it, much less understanding why I need that many buttons. My PS4 controller barely works, and I, I, I'm not buying a new one. <laughs> like, oh, you, mine you barely terrible. works, and I'm just hanging on. <laughs> that explains why you're terrible at games. Uh, um, there's far more reasons than that. <laughs> well, that's that's the explanation you should go with since you were a video game journalist and I mean, personality. I'll just go with the every game is Dark Souls kind of. That's why I'm bad. Because <laughs> your controller is so bad, every game feels like Dark Souls. Yes. Because <laughs> the controller is fighting against you more than the game. Yes. Um, we, should, we should have a discussion about Dark Souls and do it after we have a bunch of patrons. So yeah. that we don't lose them before after we get them first <laughs> yeah. yeah first let's get a subscription and then let's piss them all off by saying that we don't like dark souls which we love dark souls what we mean to say is we love dark souls and we're going to cover how great that game is it is good <laughs> it is yes the good <laughs> it is a is a constant point of uh of joy in our lives in our in discord of we have two teams one who loves it and one who does not understand what's wrong with those people um <laughs> I mean, you know, us, us, the the people on the other side don't understand why we love Dark Souls so much. So, Patreon. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, what this whole podcast has been, one, Xbox needs to find something to set themselves apart outside of adding an X and a better chip because it's, it's not enough. And two, Colby and I got to catch up because we haven't talked mm-hmm. for like three weeks. It's been a while. And yeah, and so we got to have our stupid fun banter that you guys probably tuned out by now. But if you stuck through, congratulations! If achievement still here. unlocked. Yeah, you have unlocked an achievement, and uh, we congratulate you on the journey that you've taken through this yes. bizarre podcast, which is going to be even stranger to edit. Um, <laughs> but with that said, I don't think there's anything else really to say. I, you know, this wasn't as meaty as nope. a conversation as I thought it was. Um, Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't really a shit on Xbox podcast, but it kind of was. That's kind of what it became. Yeah. Um, but that's not what we mean it to be. There's every reason that you should own an Xbox, just like everybody who owned a Saturn. That was a terrible system to own, but it was my favorite system all, all time. It was not the <laughs> best of the systems. Same thing with Xbox. There's something you like about it. The controller's great. That's where all your friends are. Whatever. It makes sense. We just don't understand the business model, and that's that's kind of what this was about. So, um, at GamingHistoria.com, or I'm sorry, at Gaming underscore Historia, excuse me, at, <laughs> let me restart. <laughs> <laughs> I may leave this one just unedited <laughs> and just say drunken podcast. We don't know what we're talking no about. No bumpers. There's no music. <laughs> that part where you yeah. did music, there's just nothing. Yeah. It's just complete I'll, silence. I'll put in that Dave Chappelle skit where, <laughs> where he's like, yeah, uh, drop the beat. Wait, where'd it go? Oh, there it is. All right. <laughs> if you haven't watched Fisticuffs, go watch Fisticuffs. It's hilarious. Um, it's a Chappelle show thing. But it's funny because he's, he's about to start rapping and then the beat like goes quiet for a second as it does like an offbeat thing. And he gets lost. He's like, wait. Oh. <laughs> and so, uh, so same thing. That's what this has been. Just a weird 
strange podcast where I don't know what I'm going to do for the editing. It's going to be fun, though. Um, it is. It's, I mean, really, this was more of an advertisement than anything. Like, hey, go to Patreon. Yes. Also, Xbox, do. Xbox is not doing great. Also, we like soccer. And by we, I mean I. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then let's circle back around and talk about more soccer and then try to figure out what we just talked about. This, this is probably our worst podcast of all time. Um, and I'm proud of it. I am too. This is our little baby we're putting out there into people's ears. Oh yeah. And they're going to listen to it and they're going to get about an hour after it's all said and done. Um, then they're going to be like, why? Yeah. They're going to be like, why did I subscribe to this? Why I listen? Like, this is the most (laughs) bizarre podcast. It doesn't make any sense. There's no reason these guys should be allowed on the air. And yet we are, we have not been kicked out. Apple's okay with us. (laughs) I get, you know. I get an update every once in a while that says uh, your podcast is live on Apple. So they're happy because they think that it's, it's alive. It's not dead. So, you know, we're doing well. So I don't know what, where we're going now. Well, this is also recorded later than normal. So yeah, that may have something to do with it. Um, but yeah, this is, this has been fun because Colby and I got to catch up. That's ultimately what we wanted to do and cover a not so meaty topic but something that we could piss somebody off. There's some Xbox fan out there right now. Oh, for sure. Guys, shut up so I can contact you at contact at gamingastoria.com, which is our email. Again, contact at gamingastoria.com is where you can send your hate mail. Um, Follow us on Twitter at gaming underscore historia.com. Find us on the web, gaminghistoria.com. There's a Mm -hmm. pattern. Um, (laughs) if If you want to support our website and you know what i will challenge you if you hate the show go subscribe at the three or five dollar level okay yeah okay i was gonna make that joke if you did if you love the show (laughs) subscribe at the ten dollar level and if you hate the show subscribe at the ten dollar level yeah so so just leave us a note whenever you subscribe and say i'm subscribing in protest of your show because your website's good but your show sucks um Oh, by the way, if you did not listen to In Search of the Story, for some reason I cannot get the uh, code from Google. It'll be up on Google soon, but it is up on Apple. Um, But you can listen to it on our website. In Search of the Story last week was our first ever solo host podcast where Olivia talked about sex and video games for 40 minutes straight. (laughs) And it's, it's fantastic. You need to go listen to it. It's good stuff. She hits both sides of the of the uh the subject matter and and the controversies around it and she is much better at doing research and presenting facts than we are because we wing it and bs our way through stuff and we just rely on the fact that we've had no lives for our entire life and surrounded ourselves by video games yes. um <laughs> but that in search of the story it's called sex and video games Go check it out. It's awesome. She did very, very well. As solo hosting is tough. I'm going to be doing one fairly soon. Well, I'm going to I'm going to be doing a couple of them fairly soon. Um, hopefully, by the time that all of you are wrapping up your semesters at school or getting ready for summer or whatever, hopefully we'll have the first episode of that one out. Um, and solo podcasts are not easy. And she knocked it out of the park. So go check that one out. Chloe and Chris... Listen to that with your family. You guys will giggle and have a good time. This one, 
who knows? I don't know why you listen to this. We're terrible. Um, but you guys do. We have a lot of people listening. So I don't know what's wrong with you people, but keep on doing it. Um, yeah. We appreciate it. And I guess that's it. You guys know where to find us. Again, we can't stress that we do need your help through Patreon. It's the same thing that you hear on NPR and the fall and winter drives and everything. Like, Ultimately, we're not going to be able to do this without some kind of help. And we do not want to turn to advertisers and stuff unless we have to. We want it to be you guys that are supporting us because you like what we do. Um, so, you know, we don't have any real thank you gifts right now. But as it grows, we will make sure that we thank you and more than one way and you can get mentioned on the podcast at certain levels yeah. which is awesome you can have colby or me or olivia or chris hepburn or a couple or of other people that we have coming up or colby or me or colby or me. whoever mention your name and say thank you on the internet there's not i mean at that point that's then you never go show happened your parents. for you yeah yeah You're, you've you go show your parents like hey i'm famous yeah check it out i'm on gaming historia <laughs> Um, big deal but i want to thank everybody because the site has far exceeded what we expected out of our first month uh of having the website up you guys are jumping in there you guys are reading what we're putting down you guys are are not interacting which is kind of what we expected but in time you guys will um we're friendly people yeah we're like mr rogers we just don't wear sweaters so and interesting, but yeah, yeah. Come, come say hello, neighbor. Um, Let's not do that. Yeah, hello. <laughs> okay. Won't you be my neighbor? We're gonna um, go. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's it. This is this has been a rambling, strange, long, fun podcast. This has been a uh, this has been a, a two two lost brothers finding each other again, <laughs> reconnecting. Um, <laughs> yeah, reconnecting after days and days Years. apart. So, <laughs> um, we were talking beforehand how it felt like it's been a couple months. It's only been two episodes that he hasn't mm-hmm. been on. Um, but it does feel like a lot longer than that. And that's no slam on Olivia and Chris. It, <laughs> it just guys. Yeah. It's just, it's weird that, you know, how long, I mean, these are so, we're constantly rushing to get the next podcast done. But when we look at it, they're pretty far apart in the, in the grand scheme of things. But we want to thank all everybody out there. You guys are helping us start to grow and, and really on the podcast side on the um, website it's is doing fantastic and, and we can't thank you guys enough share it with your friends tell your friends and family to hit us on patreon we'll have youtube and twitch going soon that's it yeah thank you guys FIFA. for watching yeah just make sure i get fifa in there one more last time <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you for watching. Is that what you said? Yeah. What did Don't they talk watch? about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks for tuning your TV to our channel. I did a um, YouTube video just before this. I'm still in that mode. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.